The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. The Stand Up Canada Yellow Vest Pipeline Rally met at 9 a.m. was supposed to start affecting traffic in Edmonton at 10.30 this morning. So I put the ask out on the text line 630-630. Have you actually seen it? Apparently, instead of the 2,200 trucks that were anticipated to participate or that they had hoped would participate, it was actually 25, according to our provincial affairs reporter. Again, not 2,500, 25 trucks participating in the Yellow Vest rally as it circled our city. Pedro just texted in saying, I saw about 15 trucks with yellow vests and signs headed north on the Hende passing over the North Saskatchewan River. No police escort is present. Uh, someone said, again, the NISCU convoy on de- was on December 22nd. Most of the trucks there were home for Christmas, even if they were currently employed or working. So you're not going to ever expect to beat that one. Someone from Slave Lake texting in saying they should have driven them through the university north on Grout, then up to the legislature and north on 109th Street. That would have made more of an impact. And another person said it was about 1.35 today. I spotted what I believed was the front of the convoy on the Henday southbound crossing over Stony Plain Road. So it does make it sound like they're making their way around town. But uh, between 10, 15, 20 trucks probably still sticking around as they make their way to Fort Saskatchewan. Now, completely different topic. I wanted to get to the bottom of this because... I was telling you over the weekend, I went to Bridal Fantasy at the Expo Center. A good friend of mine is getting married, and we wanted to get that. And I was surrounded by these beautiful girls, hundreds and hundreds of them, dressed in their uniforms for a cheerleading competition. And for me, I always, growing up, I, I grew up in a small town in BC. Cheerleading wasn't a big thing there. I always assumed that was something that happened in the States. I have since been educated here in Edmonton. As it turns out, we're a bit of a hub, not just for Alberta, but for all of Canada. So I am so glad. I've been trying, I've been harassing this woman for quite some time to talk to her because I think what she does is amazing and I have so much to learn. Kim Fiesel is one of the organizers of the Cold Snap Cheer and Dance Championships that went on over the weekend. And she's the owner of Alberta Cheer Empire. Hi, Kim. Hi. I just I'm keep, glad we could connect. Finally, right? I just keep bugging yes. you. And you, you always <laughs> say you're interested. You're just always off to something exciting because you're a rather busy lady. Well, and it was just a very busy weekend with uh, lots of excitement. <laughs> no kidding. I, I just, I walked around amazed. And what was really cool about having the championships over the weekend at the Expo Center is that you had a lot of the halls at your disposal. So a, a, a ton of teams warming up, getting ready for, for their chance to perform. And I just thought, I need to know a little bit more about this sport. Uh, one of the things that jumped out at me right away was how many proud dads there were, were wearing their cheer dad uniforms and I have learned that this is there's quite a culture with cheerleading there sure is um it's been something I've been involved in for the past 27 years and just to see the changes and growth in our sport um it has been absolutely phenomenal and um those 
changes and the growth just keep happening. Uh, Cold Snap on the weekend is one of the larger events in Canada. And uh, we saw um, over 3,000 athletes that were there for the weekend, and uh, which is uh, well over 200 teams. And uh, mostly all from Alberta and Saskatchewan. So it kind of puts in perspective that even just in those two provinces, how many kids that uh, we are attracting to the sport and the activity and uh, lots of parent involvement as well. Um, everyone just very proudly sports their, their club colors, that's for sure. The flexibility and the talent that I saw, I, I, I actually watched a couple of, I'm calling them performances. What, what would you mm-hmm. actually call it when they go out there and they, they have their customized music and they get their one go at it and then off they go? They, they are performing. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely like a performance type sport, similar to what like gymnastics would be. So when they go out, it is like their competition time or their performance time. Um, each team gets two and a half minutes where they have uh, like requirements that they need to do for their routine. And there's uh, you know panel of judges uh, at Cold Snap. We bring in judges from all over Canada in order to judge the event as there's also some like high stake bids uh, for some very prestigious events that are on the line. And so we bring in people for those as well. What are these these judges looking for? Because the movement never ends. There's uh, girls being tossed in the air while others are doing backflips and handsprings. Mm-hmm. What are they looking at? Do you know what? There's different parts of the score sheet. So you're correct. There is the stunting side, which is, you know, where they're getting thrown in the air. Uh, a lot of that involves, like, our top girls would have flexibility elements that they would be demonstrating. Um, and then there is the tumbling aspect as well. So lots of what we'd see similar to, like, floor part of gymnastics um, is in our routines. There's jumps. There is a dance that they do as well. So it is, it's kind of all-encompassing. It's the neat part about cheerleading is it tends to attract a lot of kids that were involved in gymnastics or dance because they get to use the skills that they might have developed at an early age in those sports into something else. And it can go on for um, much older in life too, where gymnastics, they might, you know, end at a certain age. We have people on our cheer teams um, that are close to age 40 that will be attending the world championships this year. So average age is a little lower, but it still can involve you when you're older as well. I'm just wondering what the expectation is for training that goes alongside cheerleading. I imagine there's probably a lot of a lot of girls and and guys that are competing that are taking dance lessons as well as gymnastics. Um, do you know what? Most by the time that they get to the more competitive teams are mainly just in cheer. So they'll take, you know, their team practice will practice usually twice a week. Um, but then they have um, a tumbling class that they might do once a week. There are some kids that might still do gymnastics. Um, not as many that stay in dance and do cheer. Usually they, they might choose one over the other, especially as they get older. Um, it does become more specialized, and so it's harder to fit absolutely everything in. When they're younger, the schedules usually work a little bit easier so that they can be part of many different types of sports. What's a career path that you can follow in Canada that would that you can use these skills for? Uh, I, I know you actually were a member of the Edmonton Eskimos cheer team at one point, uh, but that's a volunteer position. Is the ultimate goal to become one of the Dallas Cowboys cheer team members? No, I think the type of cheerleaders we have in our gym are different than that too. Um, the Dallas Cowboys would be more focused on the dance side where we're more on the stunting and gymnastics side. And so a lot of it, uh, 
won't necessarily be transferable into another job, but the life skills they learn along the way would be. So learning about teamwork, um, learning about perseverance, um, you know, the value of hard work. So those are the types of skills that, you know, you're setting them up in any area of life that they're going to learn through cheerleading. But the, the skill specific, it's like soccer, learning how to, you know, be able to, to score isn't necessarily going to lead, you know, for everyone being a professional soccer player, but the skills that they're going to learn on these sports teams are going to be what makes everyone better people in the end. I only have a few seconds, but I had to ask how you and your team are doing. You had gone to a competition in Vegas just before Christmas and ended yeah. up in a bit of a, an, a car accident. Your your van was hit. Is, was everyone able to compete after that? How are your girls doing? How are you doing? Yeah. Do you know what? The, the kids that were on that bus are absolutely phenomenal. They... Um, Considering all the circumstances, they rose to the occasion um, and they did very well down at that event. They actually won. Um, and not only did they win their division, they ended up winning a bid to a very prestigious event in Florida. And so they're going to be off to that. Uh, my own injuries, maybe it's because I'm a little bit older, have taken a little bit longer <laughs> to, to overcome, but I'm on the mend and I'm doing great. I'm glad to hear that. And of course, it just makes them dig a little deeper when they've got something against them, hey? It does, yeah. And and kids tend to, I think, you know, just they can persevere through any type of situation. Um, and they had good leaders um, from their coaches to be able to do that as well. Kim, congratulations on everything that you are doing for the cheer community here in Edmonton and beyond. Oh, thank you for having me on the show. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.